This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes away from wherever you are. Take it away, Lindsay. Thanks, Clinton. So Taco Bell is debuting an unexpected treat, I guess you could call it. They're teaming up with Mountain Dew again to make a Baja Blast Gelato. The frozen treat will be tested for two weeks starting today. And it's only going to be available in Southern California at the Irvine location, which is on 4101 Campus Drive for all of those OC people down there. Yeah, that's their headquarters. Yeah. If you want to try the Mountain Dew Baja Blast Gelato from Taco Bell, it's only two ninety nine, and it is sold in a 3.6-ounce to-go container. Do I it. mean, it, it looks... I mean... Mountain Dew Baja Blast is like way too sugary. Sure. Ah, it's good. It looks like it would be good. Like, I'm not try it. Last week? No way. Oh, yeah. My daughter loves really? Taco Bell. Uh, so after practice, I'll get her some Taco Bell. You know, I'm, she's 13. We should need a protein bar for her. Let's go eat the right that's way. True. Protein bar at Taco Bell. That's what you need. And I saw it. You know, it was hot. I'm like, you know what? That, that picture looks really, really good. I had about half of it and just brain, like, was done. Brain freeze immediately? Fried. I'd had it in years, and I'm like, uh-oh. I don't. But the picture got me. But if it's a gelato, I love gelato. You know, especially now that I'm East Coast kind of guy. You know, I saw the gelato. I'm <laughs> yeah, all ready to it. go. Mm-hmm. Go on, Lindsay Parton. Do you have any more details? Well, no, that, that's it. I mean, I'm going to I kind of want to try Lins. it. Maybe when we're down there or, like, down in, like, Morales territory next time, I need to try that. Wait, how long is it off for? They said two weeks, starting today. Oh, Lynn's. A fortnight. Next Black Friday, we Black Gold. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Go. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, we got to get some deliveries. Mm-hmm. We got to get some deliveries. No, nah, it'll the... melt by the time from Irvine to Yorba Linda, it'll melt. Well, how are they making this gelato? Are they just put? They're just freezing it, or they're not making? How, how, you know that that making gelato is actually like the. I mean, for it to be called gelato, it has to be made in a with a certain process. Oh, hey. This is like champagne. It's not really champagne unless it's from champagne. Yeah, it's not yeah. tequila unless it's from tequila. Because right. otherwise, they just call it like sherbet or ice cream. Or ice cream. Yeah. I like the way she says gelato. You say gelato. Gelato. Yeah. How do you say champagne? Champ. Champagne. Champagne. Well, that's right. You're, you're French. I I'm forgot. Not French. I just speak French. Oui, oh, yeah. <laughs> oui, <Oui-oui, laughs> my friend. What would you describe this color as? Amazing. Teal. Like the this color. The color of this is beautiful. Teal, turquoise. It kind of looks like exactly like what Mountain Dew gelato should look. Like. Mm-hmm. Seattle Mariners. Yes. Teal. Ah, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good call. Aqua right there. Seattle Mariners gelato. That's JP Crawford right there. Let's go. That's the days. word, aqua. Aqua, very aqua. nice. I like it. I dig. Wow, it's how much again? Sorry, I want to know how much I'm paying for this one. Two ninety nine. This, this, okay. You know what this is? This is on. If I was on the top floor, if I had taken the elevator to the top floor, this fifty fifty shot, I would eat this. Yeah. Like, there's no chance I'm eating an entire cup of this. No. I just, I couldn't do it. No. This I mean, is, it's only three point six ounces. That's not a lot. The Mariners should be selling this. They should. They should. Yeah. This looks they should. Good. It's Absolutely. a good marketing. Get it together, people. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else we need to know? Oh, that's it for now. Thank you. Still uh, no updates on the llama situation. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. We need, we, need, we need a sounder 
for the llama. That's 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 <laughs> what we need. Llama, llama talk. Let's go to the Dodger the way, game, man. Let's go find I, a llama at the Dodger game. I looked God, it up. You'll find a lot of things at the Dodger game. Right? You, you might find a llama. I mean, Pepe found the llama at the concert, so you that's never true. know. <laughs> um, llamas only spit when they're either fighting with another llama or if they feel stressed. Right, and that's well, where he works here. That's where the spitting comes in. Mm. Again, this is an old camp counselor story. We've been. I've taken children to petting zoos, and there's always one kid, or even worse. Bet the one parent, chaperone, who's goofing with the llama, trying to get the llama to do this, and Kama trying to get the llama to do that, and catches a hot one, you know what I'm saying, from a llama who's like, back it up. That's all you got to do. Leave the llamas alone. Don't want to get entangled with a llama. I no. kind of wonder if like Phil from Phil's Animals has been listening to the show because I sent the email <laughs> from my work email and maybe he's trying to like decide whether or not he's going to respond uh, to my email. Is he on IG? What's, what's Phil looking like? Uh, I think he, I think Phil Phil's animals is yeah. on IG. All I know is if I'm listening to this Let show, and I first of all, if I own llamas, you know I'm already different as it is, right? right. They're not going to play yeah. with our fun and games department. They're going to be like, no, 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 you fools. Whatever it is, you and your circle. No, 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 no. I'm right. not Phil's bringing not ready for an all al- this. animal here. You know? Phil has flamingos. Hundreds, hundreds of animals, though. Yeah. He's he like a 400 followers. Yeah, and with us, there. it's going to be 99. Oh, he's got turkeys. <laughs> he's got lambs. Oh, this guy's got, got a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah he ain't oh, if out. this is him, I can see him not wanting to mess with y- us, y'all. This, this looks like a legit op. Oh, Phil's an but, old guy. Yeah, yeah. But that's again, what I'm saying. Like, but again, he does, like, he does these things for like movie productions and shoots and stuff. So I feel like just having a llama there that I simply stated to just take some photos with yeah, but or near I feel like you know but I've been scrolling for different. many minutes I've seen no llamas it's different when you're like with us in a golf course and people are getting drunk on the 19th hole and you know there's a lot going on with for that llama and I get that TV sets and movie sets and all this other stuff there's a lot going on but it, the situation might be a little different so he might I be like, like these crazy people. yeah I feel like those people would be like interacting with the animals a lot more than what we're trying to do we just want some pictures mm-hmm. Phil has pigs Phil has he has pygmy goats. He's Bulls. got rams. He's got Let's go to the Dodger game and get bobbleheads and trade reindeer. Them. I feel like the llamas are Yo, the least this, interesting thing that Phil has. Yeah, this yeah. pig, though, like, like right? babe on the, on the car. I would love <laughs> a pig on the course. Yeah, that's That would hilarious. be fantastic. No, Ooh, is this a no. Pony? It's a nice golf course. We're not letting pigs and llamas run loose here. Okay. Sorry. <gasps> it's really it. nice. Is this a llama? I can't see. He has two llamas. Yeah, I can't see over there. It's an address. All right, let's go to the Dodger game. Tonight? 31 bucks gets us in. Oh, Maybe. I'm tired. I've done a lot of things today. Oh, Beto, gotta, you have a show until seven. Yeah, I know. We got a lot. Well, we can pop out there afterwards. That's entirely. Oh, but no, you it's can't. gonna take you. It's only gonna take you like an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna can't. take an hour. But it's a good game. No, because no, we're just gonna pop in, have a couple of beers, and leave. Oh, it's, okay, it's, but that's it's, not, it's not possible. When I want to do that. Okay. No, no, oh. Lindsay, you want to go? <laughs> you, no, because I told Lindsay, family friends. Right. I mean, you know, no, 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 no. Because different. with you guys Lindsay, are real friends hold on, Laura, let me explain. Friends. So I'm with Lindsay, saying. yesterday I told like, we, he wants to go to a game. I was like, okay, with Lindsay, I want to go and enjoy the entire game. Right? Sure. Sit there, get there early, grab a dog, actually have a seat. We'll see why it's. We can pop in. We're going to pop in, pop out, right field bar, and just hang out for two innings. Bad boys, what you going to do? That's not hard to do at all. I don't hate that at all. But with Lindsay, I want to go and enjoy the actual game. We'll see why. I've got to go be a security guard as he takes pictures with everybody. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That's very true. You're going to be mobbed down. Yeah, exactly. It's not entirely untrue. I there's a there's a 
Mm, there's a world in which I could do that. I have something to do tonight. You got bro. something to do tonight? I got right. work to do tonight. Funch, come back. I'll take you to the Dodger game. <laughs> um, as for this series, I'm tempted though, now because it's going to be a series, good series, though, man. I, I, well, I wanted to get your baseball brain on this bet, though. We were talking about this in crosstalk with Mason and Ireland. What do you think the Dodgers need to get out this and please, out of this series? And please expand as you need to in terms of you know who they are as a team and what they're facing off against against Atlanta. All right. If they sweep, best record in baseball. Yeah. If you do that, if you get the best record of baseball, it means you get home field advantage throughout the World Series, too. That's huge right now. I mean, right. who would have thought that this team at the beginning of the season would be in this kind of situation? At the same time, though, the Braves are damn good. They're so freaking good. And I've been watching because there's a couple of guys that we know on the team, and you know, one of them being uh, Jesse Chavez, an old reliever turned 40 from mm-hmm. Riverside, Riverside JC. Uh, but you look at this team, like, damn, where are the flaws on it? And it's a Kuna. It's good. Yeah, it's a Kuna. But then, like, like, okay, is there a hole? Is there a deficiency Zero. there? This weekend, mind you, there are a lot of Braves fans in Atlanta, people that move from the south here to L.A. But the Dodgers aren't exactly the team you're going to see in the playoffs either right now. You will expect to have a J.D. Martinez, not a Michael Bush. Right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So they the, will look different is what you're they'll saying. They'll definitely look different in the postseason than they will this weekend. So if the Dodgers go 2-2 two and two this weekend, I'm all for it. I like it. I think Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman kind of cancel each other out in the MVP race. Oh. I, I, if we're talking about the four guys on the field, and not to say Olson is necessarily going to be an MVP guy up against uh, Acuna, who's on his own team, but if, if he weren't on the team, you might consider it. I, I think those two kind of cancel each other out. Acuna is doing something, though, that we've never seen before. Dude. This guy is swiping bags left and right. 60, base, 60 stolen bases is kind of unheard of. Does he even get thrown out? Modern baseball. Not really. And guys don't even throw down that often. Like, he's getting the bags and swiping them with ease. And I do think there's an interesting discussion to be had about value versus just overall skill, which is, is Acuna maybe the better player on one side of the ball in terms of defense where he plays, in terms of offense and running bases? But, like, there's no way I can ignore that Mookie Betts has played, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's played multiple games at short, multiple games at second, obviously still tremendously holding it down in right, never mind the fact that he's at his career high in home runs. Earlier in the season, I said, because the numbers were different at the time and Freddie was leading in more categories, I said to myself, Freddie might be the MVP of the league, but Mookie might be the MVP of the team. I think that might have swapped. I think that has changed at this point in terms of how his longevity has allowed the depth of the Dodgers, Mookie's longevity, that is, has allowed the depth of the Dodgers to really become an asset. This team has no business winning this many games with the pitching staff this terrible. And no. by terrible, I mean star-crossed. I don't mean bad as in no, not talented. I mean in terms of the pieces they've tried to put together. Pepio had a decent little start last night. I like that. But there's All right, no, for the first time you get him on the hill? I mean, look. Guy who busted an ob- or tore an oblique in spring, spring training? But again, they put up a bunch of runs for him, and yep. it made it easier for him, something that is vital to how the Dodgers are going to win baseball games. Let me ask you this. Then they got Lance Lynn tonight? Lance Lynn playing Travis Robert Rogers baseball, as we say. Big dude, decent <laughs> stuff, making it work. That was his description of him, not mine, as in Travis's. Do you think that this series is going to change anything in terms of maybe not Vegas, but just in terms of what people think the Dodgers are capable of, or do you think it's just like, hey, whatever, powerhouses, we'll see what happens? I think this series is going to be a lot of overreaction. Uh both ways. If the Dodgers sweep, oh man, they're yeah. good. If they get swept, 
Oh, see, there's so many holes. This isn't that. Like, do you re- do we really think that Austin Barnes is going to start a playoff game for you? Yeah. No. Maybe. I mean, if Kirsch wants him to. Okay. Maybe. But right now he's playing. Right, you're not really going to see Austin Barnes much in the playoffs, right? Okay, but if you if you don't, but okay, that's what that's what you're going to see okay, this but, weekend. Hold on, but Beto, let me ask you this: If you're not going to see him in the playoffs, is he not going to be on the roster? I mean, he'll be there as a backup. But I'm saying if th- he's going to be on the roster, he's going to play. But he's playing right now, right? Okay. In the playoffs, you change things up. Like right now, this the Dodgers rotation: Lance Lynn today, Urias tomorrow, Saturday a TBD, and Sunday Bobby Miller. Right? Okay. So they'll probably have somewhat of a bullpen game yep. on Saturday. In a four-game set, I mean, that, this is the perfect time of year for this, by the way. Yeah, I actually don't agree with you, Beto. I think the Dodgers have a lot more to gain from this. Oh, they do. And if they get three out of four in this, you're looking at a you're looking at a situation where maybe you don't change expectations overall, but you have found a path to victory. Because if you ask most Dodgers fans now, they'll tell you, "Oh no, you don't want to see the Braves." A lot of people like to say, "Oh yeah, the team I root for can beat anybody. We don't care who's there." Blah blah blah. Yo, bro. That's not the case when you're going up against the Braves. They score more. They they score a ton of runs. They hit a ton of home runs. On top of them, route they score anyway. I I don't know that you want to see them. However, if you play a series in which you find a path to beat them, mm-hmm. maybe find some trends. You maybe find something else that in, then if you sweep, you do have home field advantage. So what happens in this yard matters. I think this is about as important as the series you're going to get in the regular season. For without the a doubt, a very important series. Yeah. You want to see how you match up and you want to see what's going on. Especially you want to let the Braves know. Look, we might be. Less talented you guys on paper, right? but we're going to hang with you. We're going to battle with you. And Houston Mitchell does a great job with the Dodgers newsletter from the LA Times, right? Houston always puts out great little nuggets. Mm-hmm. And then today's uh, email, because I subscribed to the Houston's uh, Dodger newsletter, he put out the stats comparing the Dodgers and the Braves. Dodgers and Braves, first and second, back yep. and forth. You could just flip back so many different things. If you go runs per games, batting average, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, th- those right there, Dodgers and Braves are either first or second. They're either. They're, they're right there. Much, yeah. You know, that's where you're looking at. And the Dodgers, third and doubles and all this other stuff. And it was really cool to see where they're at. The thing that stuck to me when I was looking through all these nuggets, home runs. Bro. They both hit, slug. But uh, The but, Braves, but, 247. The Dodgers, 206. First or second. But they're 40 behind. Crazy. But That's they, like, nuts. That's crazy. Crazy, but then you look at it like, okay, who's the one slugging for the Dodgers? Okay, Mookie and Freddie. Yeah, for the Braves, everybody, everybody, everybody hits for the Braves. <laughs> the thing about Acuna, so if you had an MVP vote, who would you go with right now? Based off the last month, I'm gonna go Mookie. Okay, because I'm gonna be a prisoner of the moment right there. Okay, and then because Acuna, you take him off, they're still right. a, a first place team with that big lead. <laughs> you take off Mookie, are they a wild card team? Yeah, here's the thing though. Acuna leads the league in on-base percentage and hits, and the most important factor, runs scored. Yep. He's got a buck 19. Like, that's a lot of runs scored, kiddos. All right? They've barely played 150 games, and this yep. guy's basically got to run a game. I mean, I, listen, I think that, the, to my point, the Braves are a better baseball team than the Dodgers right now. Yes. I don't think that's in question. Nobody's Therefore, doubting that. this close to the end of the season, if the Braves manage to drop three out of four or even – Get even with the Dodgers. That bodes very well, yeah. very well for that baseball team in a way that well wasn't there before. Yeah, because the, right now the home field advantage is obviously huge. You have the Atlanta with the best record. Dodgers and Tampa. I mean, Dodgers and Baltimore are four games back, and then Tampa six games back. Of the best record. Make some noise. I had to make some picks today for the uh, ESPN baseball desk. What does that mean? They asked us a bunch of questions, and I had to make some bold predictions and who I thought was going to finish with the best record in the league. Oh, I said the Orioles. 
Orioles with the best record in the league. They got four. They have four wins less than Atlanta. They got a chance. I feel Ooh. like Atlanta's going to run into some 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 issues here, like some Dodgers this weekend. Atlanta, that's what I'm saying. Like they got tougher competition. Personal opinion. AL East, janky. Beto, janky. Man, this sucks. I'm just going to turn my phone off. Uh, Beto, King. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. See why? And this is like, I will right, explain it coming up, man. Coming just- up. Frustration about Beto's issues because college football is back, and that means it's time to make some wagers. I'm Clint Yates. This is Sedano and Cap on ESPN 710 Los Angeles. Oh, Sedano and Cap, Beto Durant, Clinton Yates, ESPN 710 Los Angeles. All right. Give us the deets on this, Lauda. Well, Michael Jackson released his seventh studio album, Bad, in 1987, and this is one of the songs in that album, The Way You Make Me Feel. Plus, it's a jam, so. Super jam. I mean, that's a great, great album. song. This yeah. is the kind of song where, let's just say I'm in downtown Fullerton. <laughs> You're going to feel some stuff in DTF. I'm, I'm, let's okay? just say. That's where I met my man. Let's just see, this is, I was, this is what I was getting at. Let's just Shout say I'm in downtown Fullerton or somebody else is in downtown Fullerton. This is the kind of song where if you're opening the account with a human saying, come on, let's go, let's go dance. I don't necessarily know you. We may not have danced before. This is a good opening jam. You don't want to start the let's let's dance with something too too vicious. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. want the full. You don't want to go straight to two a days, bit though. You no, know what I'm saying? You no, want you no. want you want to walk through first, if you will. This is a, do. this is a nice walk through. That's what we got to do. Man. Speaking of which, today on the program before before the horn, as we like to call it, the question was asked. What before the what? Before the horn. What's that? It's before around the horn. I'm with you, Beto. I feel like these things need to be explained. Not, the know. parts that are put <laughs> okay, online. Okay, for the record, for social, I've never watched it around the horn. The parts that Unless are put I'm at online. The, gym. the parts that are put online for social are little clips of how we talk before the actual show is taped. When we're just what time do you guys tape the, the show? Two p.m. You th- two p.m. So we tape it at eleven a.m. It airs at two p.m. Okay, you Sorry. tape it at eleven a.m. So before the horn is what? When we just sit around and talk about stuff, and oftentimes. Like yeah, or or not even prep, just sort of Behind downtime, the scenes. like mm-hmm. but it's in the breaks is okay. basically what it is. And, and then they take this and put it where? Online. And like so, a, a Twitter account or whatever? Social, yeah. Okay. And so today the question I'm was, not being a smartest. I just no, no, never no, heard no. of so it. So I'm explaining it. So Emily Kaplan said because- if Who's you, Emily Kaplan? If you sit first on the show, you get to pick the music. Emily Kaplan covers the NHL for ESPN. Okay. If you sit first on the show, you get to pick the music. Justin Tinsley, landscape writer, covers hip hop and basketball and all sorts of stuff. Okay. He picked Outcast, and he picked Speaker Box Love Below and- Solid. You know- that's what he picked. And Emily sat down and said that was the first CD she ever bought with her own money. Okay. Now, Michael Jackson oh. Bad is probably in that zone for a lot of people in the listening audience. Yeah. What? Let us go around the proverbial horn. All right. Starting with you, Lindsay. What was the first album you bought with your own money, format agnostic? As in tape, CD, full-length album, that was the question. Um, CD, it was The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Wow. Okay. You're gonna give us more of that story. Where'd you go? <sighs> no, I don't. I don't remember. I just remember buying it. Like, yeah. I don't. I mean, I didn't drive. I definitely couldn't have driven a car because I was in middle school. <sighs> mm-hmm. So it's probably one of those like you know friend trips to the mall situations. Right. Okay. All right. Miss Education, Lauren Hill. That's a good pick because that's a great album. The that's nine, still a great, like one of the best albums. Yeah. Ever, the I nine think. eight is when that came out. Yeah. That's such a. I don't remember. I. I my mom would buy most of my stuff to be honest. Okay, well that doesn't count. Uh, I know that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, your mom's so, buying your music? 
my mom was when I was younger. Back okay. in the day, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I would, you know, she. But anyways, I think the first one that I was that I bought, and uh, it was Nelly's first album, Country Grammar, which okay. by the way sold many a record. Yeah. So you were think, nowhere close to alone in that. I yeah. think that's one of the first ones that I bought. First one I ever bought, and this is for FG in the. YouTube chat says, why does Bechtel act stupid all the time, acting like he doesn't know bleepity bleep? Because I don't watch around the horn yeah, and I don't fine. know what's going on. What are we talking about? So, we're real friends. I don't exactly. care if he watches me on TV. So, we're hanging out. I, and it's also, we're doing a show, bro. Yeah. Let me ask the damn question. <laughs> so you guys, like, anyways, so that's it right there. Again, the brilliance of the YouTube commentary yeah. is staggering at all times. Yeah, exactly. Just, just so I just want to get in there. I'm, like, I'm not acting stupid. You'll know when I'm stupid. <laughs> believe me. Believe me not. I, <laughs> give me three hours. I'll keep telling you something. Uh, but the first one I ever bought Tower Records by the Delamo Mall. Okay, um, 1994. Because by that time I was re- I was in 10th grade and I was starting to referee uh, youth sports. I was so referee- you had a little cash in your pocket. Oh, I had a little cash. I was right. already driving illegally, right? So I, <laughs> nice. I was 15 and driving. So I Tower Records and I got a check from refereeing uh, youth basketball. And oh, I bought nice. Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg. That's a good one. Oh, yeah, that's, a good that's, one. that's January a... of '94 is when I bought it. My first self-bought album. Now, mind you, I had plenty albums because Same. when I was 10 years old, my parents. This is the last parent, but last gift my ever my parents ever bought me when they were both together. So I remember this like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. They bought me a CD player. They bought me like a. It was one of those deals where it was like a four stack. Had a album <clears throat> album joint on top. CD player in the middle. Oh yeah, two cassette deck two cassettes, tape yeah. and a radio. So I was yeah, yeah, good yeah. to go. I, I might good. as well have been running. I might as well have been running my own radio station that was out, legit of my, right there. out of my bedroom. As yeah, far yeah. As I was and then don't get me started when I bought the Columbia House in fifth grade. That's, that's another. That's story. another story because that's, that's when I went the Cure, Depeche Mode, Bob Marley, and uh, and all and Tupac. <laughs> that's when you got into the scam life. Oh yeah. But I remember that I I received many pieces of music because. Mm-hmm. Either people wanted to give it away, they didn't have the space to have it. My sister had a bunch of tapes that she offloaded. But by the time I bought my first CD, yeah. I had to walk to Nobody Beats the Wiz. And it was, I, I didn't walk Wait, up. the Wiz, like the, on the Yankee games, like in the back? Yeah, that was in that was an East Coast regional the, yeah. album. They would always show it in the back Correct. of Yankee games. Correct, that's exactly what you're thinking about. Oh, okay. That place was all over the place. That wasn't just in New York, it was all up and down the East Coast. I was like a Tower Records kind of? Exactly, we had Tower as well. Cool. The whole deal. Fye was a little after this. Yeah, they. But been. yes, the, nobody beats the Wiz and Tower were sort of like the East and West Coast versions okay. of each other on many levels. Interesting. I walked. No, I rode my bike up to the Wiz, and I remember I walked in and I said, "May I please have the Notorious B.I.G.'s Ready to Die?" Yeah. And the lady good. looked at me. She goes, "Aren't you a little young?" For <laughs> like, what are you even doing? And I was like. Well, and I'm just sort of looking at her like, is that a yes or a no, lady? Mind you, when I was this age, I had a mouth on me, so I was like, yeah. well, what are we uh, doing here? Some of the n- names you know, coming through. Because, uh, I don't have, I don't, I don't have time for this. Bone she, Thugs, oh yeah, Bone Thugs one. is a good one. Yeah. That's a, that's a classic one. But and so she says, is that that guy they call Biggie Smalls? I was like, yes, that's him. You know the songs. Give me the album. She was like, I'll give you credit just because you knew the dude's actual yeah. artist name. Yeah. So yeah, that was my you first know. one. Uh, Dr. Dre, The Chronic is coming in. Oh, that's the a same good time. one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Uh, Outcast. I mean, Outcast were there. Um, remember the Wu Tang one? That the Wu Tang. Okay, so Wu Tang. Because I was big out here. Because all of Wu-Tang a sudden it was like entered the, entered the 36 Chambers, and I'm fairly certain that Midnight Marauders and Wu Tang's albums dropped on the same actual day. Okay. Like I think those were actually on the same actual day. All but right. the Chronic. Because that was a big deal to see a Wu Tang. Like, whoa! I've heard of it, but I don't know what it was. They didn't play it out here. The Chronic was major, yeah. but the first one I literally went to the store and copped my own cash 
was ready to die. Did you buy Jock Gems? CD. Did I buy Jock Gems? I had Jock Gems. I didn't buy Jock Gems. Yeah. Why would you buy Jock Gems? Because they would play the songs that you would hear at sports games. But what? You can go to the games to hear the. No, what, what, I'm in high school. I'm not going to the games. <laughs> Jock Gems had good songs on Jock Gems were Jock Gems, to be fair, Jock Gems. Remember they used volume to play? one yeah. was a banger. They would have every school had it because that's what I'm saying. That's what I meant by going hey, to the games. Da, you'd hear da, da, it at your high school. Forget about going to Yeah. Egg. So uh, they, they used to have jock jams. They played it at Blair Field in Long Beach. Okay. MTV Jock Jams, the softball game. Remember that? Yeah, of course I remember. They played that. it at Blair Field in Long Beach, by man. By the way, off uh, off camera story, got? there might be a jock jams type game coming. Let's summer. go. When are we hosting it? No, no, no. It's not here. It's that's so be, dope, though. Might be with a big leaguer, but I'm not going to. That's a different story for a different time. So uh, let's see. Jock let's Jams, Volume these, 1. Let's hear, let's hear some of these. Better. All right. Volume 1 on Jock Jams, right? Came out in 1995, July of that's 1995. That's later than I would have thought. Yep. I would have thought Jock Jams was in the 92, 93 era. No, I remember track one, Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble. That's how it started. Pump Up the Jam had to be one of the uh, first five songs. Oh, here it is. In order. Okay. Two Unlimited. Get ready for this. That's what I, yeah. Wait, hold on. Y'all ready for this and Pump Up the Jam aren't the same song? Yep. That's the song I was thinking of. I thought Pump Up the Jam and y'all no, ready for this were the, the same. Pump Up the Jam. Right, pump but it. when I hear that, when I hear it in my mind's ear, right. if you will, you if you feel will, like it's I same. hear the same song. So if you right. can find that, uh, Laura, Too Unlimited, get ready for this. If you could find that, we'll get back to that. Y'all ready for you, this. You know this one. Tag team. Yo, yeah, banger. Whoop, back again. There it is. Yeah, Whoop, There It Is, banger. Right. I, if you want to see, if you want to hear a great history about the Whoop, There It Is commercial, Look up my name and type in whoop there it is. Oh, snap, my bad. A black sock, strike it up. I don't remember that song. All right. Strike it up. Yeah. <laughs> strike it up. Is yeah. that wait, hold on. that sounds like another song though. That's it is it? another song. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean it sounds like like sorry, strike it up uh, sounds like a different older song. Like was it sampling something else? Uh, I don't remember that song. Italian house music. All okay, right. yeah. A lot uh, of it was house music. All right, so number five, 69 Boys, Tootsie Roll. Oh, yeah, that legendary song. Yeah, there it is. Then God, it became- video. Uh, then K7. Oh, yeah. This is Too Unlimited? Wait, is this Pump Up the Jam or is this- No. Too Unlimited? No, it's not. Pump. Get ready for this. This isn't Pump Up the Jam? No, this is no. Too Unlimited, Get Ready for This. That, yeah. There yeah, it is. Right, but does this not sound- ex- it does not sound anything like Pump Up the Jam. <laughs> okay, well then I have forgotten what Pump Up the Jam sounds Pump like. Pump Up the Jam is like, I want a place right, to stay. Right, but the beat is what I'm talking I know the words, but I mean the beat I yeah. thought was basically the same. A lot is on it. Uh, All right, so Black, okay, uh, number seven was Come Baby Come by K7. Come Baby Come, Baby Baby Come. Uh, <laughs> that song I know. I like that song. All right, then number eight, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock, It Takes Two. That's got to be the oldest song on the actual track. To make a thing go because, right. Because like, the rest of those songs are relatively modern, and It Takes Two was 10 years old by that point. Yeah, minimum. that yeah. came out in 1988. That's yeah, song. I was going to say. Oh, Jock Jams, Volume 1 is gone. Then CNC Music Factory, going to make you sweat. Okay. Everybody dance now. Do you have Pump Up the Jam? Oh, yeah, this is totally different. Okay. Yep. I just, I just, this sort of techno yeah. house. Yeah, that's what general, Jock Jams, that's what 1995 was, baby. Lindsay, I just sort of all kind of lumped together. Uh, there are some songs that you feel like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you know. But this is definitely a mix right here. This is before uh, Shuffle really happened. Lighted by Nature, Hip Hop Hooray. Okay. Uh, Mars, Pump Up the Volume. Snap the Power, Pump EMF, up. Unbelievable. Oh, uh, EMF, Unbelievable was not just a jock jam. That was a real jam in my life. Yeah. I'll find that one. EMF Unbelievable if you can for him. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh! Yeah, I just want to go out with that. I love that song. The Village People YMCA. Technotronic Pump Up the Jam was number 17. Number 18 was Two Unlimited Twilight Zone. 
Uh, and then number 20 was Gary Glitter, Rock and Roll Part 2. No hey! idea. No idea what that. Yeah, you do. They play it at the Kings games. Hey! Oh, that's what that song is? I don't know. I mean, Beto's the one risking Beto, off. which one did you request? Sorry, because uh, I was- EMF Unbelievable. That's for yeah. CY. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That yeah. song, those dudes were uh, Irish, Scottish, English, EMF? Strike Three. They definitely weren't American. English alternative band from Gloucestershire. Gloucester. Yeah, sure it is. Their first hit, unbelievable. It's the there first hit. Their only hit. <laughs> Speaking of only hits, Play the 10th out, annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN <laughs> LA Golf Classic it's presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino. Next Friday, kiddos, it's at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. And even if you're not golfing with us that day, well, that would be unbelievable. But you should make plans to be with us for the 19th hole party starting at 4 p.m. with the afternoon show. That's thanks to San Pedro Fish, Fish Market and Cravable.com. Crave, order, enjoy. Deliciously affordable restaurant meals shipped to you. Get favorite neighborhood restaurant meals from different cities for less than menu prices. It's unbelievable. Ow! Sedano and Cap on ESPN 710 Los Angeles. Everyone loves Barney, right? Oh, yeah. You love me. We're all that you You know, the Barney documentary was kind of disappointing, not going to lie. I was really excited about that. Wait, there was a Barney documentary? Yeah, it was like about the scandal behind it. Barney was a big creep. It was a whole thing, bro. It was a whole thing. Really? He was a brother, too. Very unfortunate. What what, uh, what can I find today? Type in Barney documentary. No, it's on Hulu? Oh, I think so. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I think it's on Hulu. Okay. I believe it's Hulu. All right. Take I mean, it, away. it was it was all right, but it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's a, it, it. It doesn't end well. Oh, yeah. then figure it. I don't want to watch that. Yeah, it's, it's it, it got very dark very quickly. <laughs> oh, for sure. real? Yeah, yeah, the guy who was Barney was like a. He was a creeper. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not watching And that. the only reason I played the song is because in 1983, Barney's favorite volume one featured 27 songs by the dinosaur and came out. I was a little too, in the nine Trey, in the nine four, I was listening to Wu-Tang and Dr. Dre. I was beyond Barney at this stage. <laughs> yeah, the only time I watch Alas. Barney is uh, when I watch my niece step I on me. Say, that's a, yeah. And it was like, I'm in high school. I'm like, uh, I don't know what to do here. Here's Barney. Watch it. Um, I believe it is time for Radio Tinder. Let's go. Tinder. It is. So there are many predictions i guess if you want to call it and um experts out there trying to figure out how ai is going to affect our future especially when it comes to the nature of relationships for one oh. it could make singles better at courtship according to whitney wolf Hurd, who is the founder of the popular dating app bumble she says that the average u.s single adult doesn't date because they don't really know how to flirt or they're scared that they don't know how to flirt would you ever use AI to help teach you how to flirt better? Swipe left or swipe right, Beto? <laughs> left. Come on now. Uh, just call me Albert Brenneman. Come on now. I can help you out. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever you need, I'm right there with you. Call me Hitch. I got you. Hitch. What's going on? You don't need AI. Call me. I'll, I'll help you. Cyrano Duran over here. Um, <laughs> this is just... <laughs> Cyrano <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to go? No, you're not going to that restaurant. Anyways, uh, but you know what, Lens, in this time and age, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody did it um, because people really don't know, especially younger generations, how to actually talk to people. How to socialize, yeah. Because we, I mean, we're all guilty of this. I remember somebody once told me a long time ago, so which bar are we going to go stand around and we'll look at our phones at? I mean, it, it's kind of what it is. Shouts to Kelly Stafford, just saying. You know, this is this is a similar. See, <laughs> see, see how you are. I'm just saying. You got an hour and a half by yourself you now, bro. Like, there's no need for this. You know so it's how like, they yeah, act it's game beat them. no. But let me let me let me ask you though. Like, when you do see that when you're out, Beto, is it? 
disappointing or like do you just think this is just how it is now? It's just what it is right yeah. now. You, it, it, it's especially younger because that's how you grow up and that's what you know and that's what you do and it's right. like you know it's. It used to be you go up to somebody, you start talking to them. Now it's like, no, no, no. Now you're a creeper if you start talking to somebody. It's true. You're a creeper if you say hi to somebody. So I'll, you got to be careful. I'll tell you a story. So I went, so I, I did TV earlier today. By the way, I'm swiping left on this as well. Did you do it around the horn? Uh, yes, I did do it around oh, the be, horn. Before the horn? Tremendous program. Okay. Uh, and I went to have lunch at a bar locally where I know a couple of people. And a creeper dude who one of the bartenders knows was like, hey, this dude's a creep. All he does is show up and make sure that he tries to talk to me in my face with my eyeballs at all times. Oh, and just I mean, he, he is weird. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just telling you how far things have gone. Yeah. Where It's like if you're in somebody's face, yeah. literally trying to talk to them for the entire time, you're going to be weird off the rip. So yeah. it is a little strange. I guess my question for you, Lindsay, is like, how am I using the AI or how is one using the AI? Am I augmenting my images? Are we using chat GPT? What's going on here? I mean, to be honest with you, like I'm not, I don't use AI as, as far as like chat GPT goes. So I don't know how all of that works, but mm. I think it has to do with like, you know, a lot of people are like learning things like learning languages, finding information, yeah, all that kind of stuff with chat GPT and just saying like, Hey, like how do I flirt with somebody is like what I'm assuming, you know, Damn, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's one of those situations where it's kind of like a, just the computer telling you like the type of things to say and stuff like that. What's that movie called? Ex Machina? Oh, Where the guy falls in love with the robot or whatever? You guys oh, know what yeah, that is? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. There's also the one about um, Joaquin Phoenix, I think he's Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Isn't of. that the same movie? No. The, the, oh, no, it's not. Ex Machina is more of like an action movie. The one that um, Joaquin Phoenix- Oh, I know what you're like talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name of that movie? Her, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is her. That's a good call. And, yeah, and yeah, he falls in love weird. with like the computer Yeah, Yeah, that's program. a little weird. Very odd. Yeah. Her. That's the That's a really, 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 really weird movie. As a general matter, of course, though, AI freaks me out. Let's yep. be clear. Yep. I am on the side of this is weird. And I don't mean weird as in judgmentally dangerous. I just mean that I'm scared of it. I do not like where this ends, Beto, with nope. various computers deciding my fate. Mm -hmm. Riding around when I see driverless cars with no other humans in them either. And they're making rights and lefts, lefts and right. Very strange. Yep. Very strange. What's side that? Side note, it makes me wonder, like... What what the other beings in other galaxies and stuff like have they been doing this all along? <laughs> I'm guessing yeah. No. I'm guessing yeah. But I I feel like it's probably all also one of those things where like imagine if like would you consider I don't know a, a microwave AI or like a toaster no. AI? No. You know no. that's just no. a machine. No. That's just yeah, a machine. That's, right. That's just a machine. But, but what I'm saying is that like I feel like if you ask somebody from 2,000 years ago, like to th they'd be like, what is that? And what yeah. is it doing? You know what I'm saying? It's a little different. It, it's crazy that uh, Lindsay brought up the whole like other beings because I don't know how we got into this conversation. I think it was my boyfriend and other people and they're like, what if we were the aliens and we got thrown in here and now they're coming back Again, to see how they the Matrix, evolved? Maybe. That's a late night smoke <laughs> session That's coming a up. Pill. That is a late night. It's bong. Like, yeah. I feel like the reason why like there isn't a whole lot out there about like aliens is because they come here and they're like, man, this place is trash. Let's get right. the hell out of here. No, but the, I was in a Daisy and Confused on the top of the moon I tower. Love, yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, they're out there, man. George Washington, Martha hooked them up, bro. I mean... <laughs> We were like, we're the left ones. They're like, yeah. we don't need these idiots. Let's throw them on Earth Man. and let them. All they got to do is listen to this show. They're going back. Completely unrelated, <laughs> but somewhat related. Fun fact: where George and Martha Washington live, Mount yeah. Vernon, they don't have a llama, but they do have a camel. Exactly. Actual facts. I've seen that camel many yeah, times. They, they come here. They're like, okay, this sports show. They're talking about llamas Bro. and AI. Oh, we're out. I, I feel like if, even if aliens were here, I've said this before. 
I feel like they show up and just be chilling. Be like, yeah. yo, what's up? Can you invite us to the family cookout? I heard Morales was going to be there. And then the yeah. aliens are like, real oh, aliens like, yeah. or just work aliens? That's where we hit there the There is a big difference, you know. The there is a big difference. <laughs> What's next, All right, so speaking of uh, the internet, uh, former Red Sox slugger David Ortiz says that he is dealing with being extorted by someone that hacked his phone. I saw that. Really? Yes. He revealed this some of the details of the extortion attempt on an Instagram video. Yeah. And he said that basically the extortionist reportedly has threatened to sell information about his personal life, and they also have accessed his bank account. He said mm. that they used a cell phone that he's had for more than 15 years, but he hasn't used in a while. So I don't know how this exactly plays out, like the logistics of this. But he also said that the same hacker gained access to his bank accounts about six months ago and made fraudulent charges against him. This sucks. This has happened to me. I've been hacked a number of times, including recently the day before I went out of town on a, a two-week trip, which was a nightmare. So have you guys ever been hacked? Swipe left or swipe right? Clinton. Swipe right, but nothing ever to the degree where anybody tried to steal anything of mine. The worst thing that happened was before, like, pre-verified Instagram life mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when it was Wild West nonsense. I'm fairly certain I got hacked to some spam thing or maybe okay. some Facebook thing. And that's where you get the text from your buddy like, hey, are, was you, that you? are you really selling sunglasses for yeah. $20? You're like, no, in fact, I'm not. What happened? And they're like, uh, you might want to check out your situation. So yeah. that's the only thing that's happened to me. Nobody's ever tried to break into my bank account. Nobody's ever tried to steal anything or extort me. Even though I feel like David Ortiz, I feel like he's run into this problem before. He got robbed once and it was a big news thing. Well, he got shot. David Ortiz is a pretty out there guy. I feel bad for him. He's dealing with all this. If you See, I can read in Spanish, but the Dominican writing is different, right? It's hard to understand yeah. it. So I was trying to read the story in the in the Dominican newspaper, so I really couldn't quite grasp it. Uh, there's more to it, though. There, There's going to be more coming out from Poppy. He's getting extorted for a reason. Like that sounds, 15 years ago, cell phone, that sounds like a family member. Yeah. Sorry. That's, Sorry. it's somebody in the inner circle of what's going on. Um. Not Linz, because Poppy's out there, like Clinton said. He's he's in those streets, sure, to put but it I'm that sure way. I'm sure most, most professional athletes are, to be fair. No, not the, no, not no, no, Not, no. not ones that are retired like that. from actual experience, yeah. And I don't mean out there as in in the streets nefariously. I just mean he's an extremely popular yeah, person. Yeah, you can find him and be lot, around in him. In a lot of places, not just in this country, but in others as well. That's yeah, what I mean by this that. Is, uh, he is more accessible than the average retired major, major league Very, fan. very. So he then lives, he's probably naive when it comes to like the technology aspect of things. No, 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 no. He's got multiple phones. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. it's somebody in his inner circle lens. Yeah. It, this is somebody that knows what's going on and how to reach Which is probably also why it's public. Yeah. Because getting hacked or somebody yeah. busting your stuff, that is everyday stuff <laughs> yeah. for athletes. He's out ahead of it. Um, but as far as from your question about getting hacked, it happened to me last week. Really? Uh, my credit card, I went back and looked. And I'm like, yo. like, Because I knew I went from LA to New Jersey to Puerto Rico. Sure. And in Puerto Rico, they're like, hey, your credit card ain't working. I'll check it into the hotel. I'm oh, like, that's embarrassing. And I'm like, it, it doesn't matter because, you know, uh, it's paid for. I don't need I don't need right. incidentals, whatever. I went back and I'm like, okay, we'll let you check in. I went and looked. I was buying Chick-fil-A in Colorado, Kentucky, Florida, and in San Juan Capistrano. Oh, wow. You had a whole uh, seamless And it was like $600 of Chick-fil-A and KFC that was what? getting charged. Yeah. 600 bucks? Yeah. So what it was- it happened. So they, they, I got stories. But the, the thing is, so what happened, they told me is that somebody just took my card and that they were, you I guess, in the dark web, 
you can buy a card yep. real oh, yeah. quick. Yeah, sold on there all the time. It, yeah. get, it gets sold quick, so people were just quickly using it. It did all happen. All I've those charges were within 15 minutes. I yep. heard of this. Yeah. Where it's called piecing something up. I heard so, about this on the yeah, old Yeah, I, I found it all. Yeah. yeah. So okay, this happened so, yeah, to me. So it happened. It was like $600, yeah. and I was like, all right, cool. The good thing is I didn't need uh, my credit card in Puerto Rico. Sure. But I had another one, so it was cool. But I had to cancel that one, and it was like, oh, it was, oh man, that's yeah. So and, and that's my travel credit card. We only right. use you're not four. even using it for the main stuff. No, yeah. no, no. I use it just for incidentals for hotels, and that's it, man. So yeah, there's, there's yeah. a website you can go to, and I recently discovered this when I got hacked. And basically, you can go to the website and like put in your email address and like a few tidbits of information about yourself, and find out if your information is on the dark web, and like. Yeah, that, yeah, that's. It's I a, knew I was hacked because it, like Chick Fil A, I was like, dude, that's probably me because sure. I, I go out there all day long, breakfast and lunch. Uh, but <laughs> I knew I was hacked because it was this one restaurant that I've railed against, and everybody follows me on Twitter knows exactly what okay. it is, and they were using it there. And I'm like, there's no way in heck he sent that I would ever be there. <laughs> that's so hilarious. Shots of his tweets. <laughs> oh no, 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 no fraud I, department. I, no, I, I, that's I, funny. I, like you, so you know, they somebody will say. Uh, the tweet you'll send when you know that yes. you, you're, you're in trouble. Let yeah. me know that I've been kidnapped. Yeah. Right. Like, this place is the best service ever. <laughs> it's amazing watching sports here. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah. so that was it right there. All right. What else, Linz? That's it for Radio Tinder. Oh, nice. All right. Thank you very much. Radio Tinder is presented by Tequila Mandala. Yeah. Always oh, swipe right on Tequila today. Mandala. Award-winning bottles. small batch premium <laughs> sipping tequila made from the finest mature agave. It's available wherever fine tequilas are sold or visit tequilamandala.com. Up Look your game and demand yeah. the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. We will probably be drinking it a lot so of it. High. At I got Black three bottles. Gold. That's dope. Let's go. Can I give a quick yes, tidbit? Because I've been hacked not only my socials, but my credit card. Actually, my debit card. So now I don't use my debit card. So I tell people, a lot of people are very anti-credit cards, and it's fine. For that reason, But yeah. get one, because when you pay with your, when your debit card gets hacked, it's a whole different ballgame than if it's a credit card. I'm very just letting you all know. All right. Coming up, Balake. Last time I saw Balake, we were at Union Station and things were not going no, well for long. him. Dodgers insider on Substack. He's Beto Duran. I'm Clinton Yates. This is Sedano and Cap on ESPN 710 Los Angeles. Sedano and Cap, Beto Duran, Clinton Yates coming to you live on a Thursday. End of August. Officially the end of summer to some degree. Which means that's when the weather starts getting a little colder in the Midwest and the East Coast. Yeah, I'm talking about what? What? Ter- where, what? Well, this is important because this is what happens when the playoffs start in Le Baseball. What are these seasons you speak of, young man? These seasons, these autumnal issues. I like, I like the fall. I like the fall. It's fun. And also, it brings us the Fall Classic, also known as the World Series. Joining us right now is Blake Harris of Thinking Blue. Balake, last time I saw you, you were having a tough time at Union Station <laughs> down in Beers. How are you? It's funny that you mentioned homebound because literally the other night, I was with my boys. We went to the Dodgers game, and we stopped off at homebound before Tuesday night's game, and I was reminding them, of uh, the infamous night last August when the Dodgers decided to score, I think, 18 runs. Yeah. And uh, pretty much, uh, yeah, it was quite the night. I, I do remember seeing you, Clinton. Yes. I think I remember seeing Beto also. But once uh, once 9 or 10 p.m. rolled around, whoever else was there uh, can neither confirm nor deny 
I remember you guys. Mm. That was a full year ago, and Lada's got the Jersey Shore music going, so we're getting in the mood. But let's talk about what's going on with the Dodgers and the situation on the bump. Obviously, this year has been up and down, would be a major understatement regarding what's happened with the rotation, how they've dealt with the relief staff. But Pepio made a start last night. Ryan Yarbrough has been an addition to this staff that's been important. Tell me a little bit about what you think these two guys can offer at this late stage of the season for a team that has pretty high aspirations. You know, it really is amazing that it seemed like the Dodgers' biggest need all season was starting pitching, and they really didn't do anything major. They didn't acquire like a Cy Young caliber pitcher, but picking up a guy like Ryan Yarbrough from the Royals, who has been fantastic in his sixth outing, he has an ERA under two. And Ryan Pepio, a guy that I'm sure a lot of Dodgers fans forgot about, he was supposed to be in the rotation to start the season, had an injury, cut his year in half. But ever since being called up, he's looked fantastic. So you're getting starts from Pepio. You're getting piggyback rolls from Yarbrough. Gavin Stone looked good the other day. Emmett Sheehan's looked good when he comes up. So it seems like now all of a sudden the Dodgers, they kind of have a plethora of all these young starting pitchers that have really thrived when given the chance. Blake, when you look at this Dodger team right now, right? They, going into this weekend, have an opportunity to tie Atlanta for the best record in baseball. If they sweep, right? If all goes according to plan for Dodger fans. Why? How? How did they get here? It really is incredible because it seems like everyone's talking about this Braves team being by far the best team in all of baseball. And here are the Dodgers, the team that was supposed to win 85, 90 games, just kind of hanging around as the second best team. And like you said, Beto, I think they're – four games back. So, yeah, they sweep the Braves. They'll be tied for the best record in baseball. That's that's a large ask for the Dodgers to sweep the Braves. But we did see the Dodgers go to Atlanta earlier in the year. They took a three-game series for them. So they play the Braves really, really well. And wouldn't that be something if somehow the Dodgers do sweep the Braves and entering the final month of the season, we have a two-team race for the best record in the National League. And it really is amazing, again, just showing what the Dodgers have done this year, given what the expectations were to start the season. Blake Harris joins us here on Sedano and Cap, Clinton Yates and Beto Duran filling in here, ESPN 710 Los Angeles. Okay, but like, wouldn't it be great is one thing, Blake, but what actually has to happen in your opinion for that to actually occur in this four-game series against a team like Atlanta, whose pitching staff is obviously tremendous, but again, the Dodgers, if they get up on folks early, they got a chance to win these games. How do you see this actually playing out from a batter-to-batter baseball standpoint, never mind just the possibilities of the greatness after it ends. Yeah, I mean, I think for the Dodgers in this series, it all comes down to the starting pitching because this is a Braves lineup. They're on pace, I think, to set the single-season home run record. This is a team that slugs like no other. So they can put runs on the board, and they can put runs on the board one through nine. So if the Dodgers starters are able to shut things down, kind of keep them within three or four runs, I think the Dodgers are going to be in a good spot because they do have the advantage over the Braves when it comes to starting pitching and bullpen. So we know the Dodgers offense, they're going to show up. They're going to show out against these Braves pitchers. But if the Dodgers starters can hold things in check, and like I said, they don't have to, you know, shut them out. If they just keep them to four runs, maybe five, I think the Dodgers offense will have enough to get past them. So, yeah, biggest thing to to keep an eye on for this series, the Dodgers starting pitching with this lethal Braves offense. Part of the reason why, Blake, I think it's so important that this series goes the Dodgers' way, at least in terms of splitting it, is that it shows a literal path to victory in order for this to happen should they meet again in the postseason, home field advantage or not. 
I happen to think that's pretty important because especially after the dud that they dropped, the Dodgers, that is, in the playoffs last year and the confidence that the Braves has, this mattered. Am I the only one who thinks this, this series is really that important in terms of more than just actual numbers of wins and losses? Yeah, and obviously the results, you want the Dodgers to sweep them, take three out of four, but I think this is just important for the Dodgers. You're seeing this team about six or seven weeks or so before you potentially match up in the NLCS because I think the last time the Dodgers saw the Braves was back, I want to say maybe late May, early June, so it's been Mm -hmm. a while. This is likely, again, going to be your opponent in the NLCS, and you're going to have to face them for seven games. So you get a four-game series. You get to see the four starters you're going to be seeing In October, these starting pitchers, they get a chance to face these Braves hitters one last time. I think it's a fantastic tune-up. Again, it'd be great to sweep them, take three or four. But I think the most important thing is is having all these players on the Dodgers getting one final look before, again, they ultimately likely face them in the NLCS to go into the World Series. Blake, forget that you run a Dodger substack. All right? Try to be objective. You go with a Dodger or a Brave for MVP? Now, the question is, Beto, is this, does the season end today? Don't try to reframe. This isn't before the horn, bro. Don't you got to answer. Don't try to do a bunch of nonsense. Who you got? Come on, Mason. Let's I'm go. Giving, <laughs> I'm giving it to Mookie. I don't care about stolen bases. You know, having guys steal bases is nice and all, but there's a reason Acuna has 60. It's easier to steal bases now. Mookie is doing things we've never seen from a leadoff hitter, and he's doing it the best in all of baseball. He essentially every category imaginable outside of stolen bases. And I think the main reason Mookie should win MVP, and one I don't think people are talking about enough, it's the fact that he's doing it while playing right field, while playing second base, while playing shortstop. Being able to do that for your team is so, so important and crucial. We've never seen it done before from a guy of his stature. We've seen guys like Kike Hernandez, Chris Taylor. They've played all over the field. But those guys aren't guys like Mookie Betts. So uh, MVP, Mookie Betts. But I, you can make the case for any one of these guys. They've all been so impressive. All right, last question, Hot Shot. If I gave you the Dodgers and the Braves in one group and said, will you take that group or the field to Ooh. hold the Commissioner's Cup trophy, who would you take? Oh, but it depends if the season ended. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> if the winds are yeah. this and the sun is that. What you got, Blake? Yeah, Clint, so does the season end today? What's the weather looking like in October? No, I'm taking the Dodgers or Braves against the field. These are the two best teams in all of baseball. I think whoever wins the World Series this year, they're going to come from the National League, and it's going to be one of these two teams. So we'll have to wait and see, but this is going to be an insane four-game series that we're getting this weekend. And I hope Dodgers fans don't take too much into it. You know, if it's a, if it's a 2-2, if the Braves take 3 or 4 it's okay. What matters is what happens in October, but I'm looking forward to all four of these games. They should not disappoint. He's Blake Harris. It's called Thinking Blue. He's on Substack. Check it out, blakeharris.substack.com. Thank you, Balake. Hey, I'll see you guys at uh, Homebound for round two, hopefully sometime in the future. <laughs> Absolutely. Appreciate it. Dude, he was in a rough space that day. <laughs> like, the whole COT I forgot about was that. on his behind to continue drinking those those beers and I was just like well didn't he say he was gonna take a drink every time, every time they scored? they scored a run never ever do that because that's when you know they're gonna roll up for like 20 and they scored like 13 runs they scored an insane amount of runs that he should have just had some tequila mandala oh that's what he should have done that's what I'm doing because today see why I showed you the picture I picked up three bottles of tequila mandala that's right the dudes and Downey hooked me up. Tequila Mandala, founded by a couple guys just like me and George. One from Jalisco, Mexico. One born and raised in SoCal. The vision to create a sipping tequila that's meant for sharing with friends and loved one. 
agate añejo, agate reposado, and agate extra añejo. I'm all fired up too. It was a big surprise. I'm glad I got it. Is it in the truck? It's in my truck. Oh. <laughs> it's in my truck right now. Somebody I, I, I should go it's get it. Right Somebody may or may not be making it yeah. to Dodger Stadium. Well, let's go. You got to elevate your tequila game today. Make sure you get Tequila Mandala with you this upcoming Labor Day weekend. Celebrate with Tequila Mandala today. And of course, follow them on social media at Tequila Mandala. Tequilamandala.com. Find a store or restaurant nearest you. Coming up. The Americans are playing basketball, and apparently they're kicking behind. I'm Clint Yates. He's better than Durant. This is Sedano and Cap on ESPN 710 Los Angeles.